You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? It's gonna fuck me up if you stand up and it's not Mitch Jones. Like if like Steve Vanderplug stood up right now or something, I'd shit my pants. Oh Steve Vanderplug wish he had puppetry skills like this. Are you, is this a puppet or are you in a mascot suit? It's hard to no, tell. Oh, no, this puppet, his hand very far up me asshole right now. Mm, I like this a lot. Me taste his fingernails if you don't know me saying. <laughs> nice. Matt's going <laughs> to love this. We should do a lot of butt sex jokes with a puppet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, just don't tell Mitch's niece that uh, me do blue comedy at night when she not around, okay? Okay. Me not to expect you to have company. <laughs> <laughs> it's my buddy, Matt. Yeah, hi, Matt. Me met you uh, in Trinidad. Yes. I mean, Mitch did not, uh, not, not me, me, Yeti. <laughs> but he told you about me, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, he say a lot of things about you. Mostly good. Mostly good. Very nice. <laughs> Where the My arm getting really tired. I hope Matt gets here soon so this joke stop being funny. I like this joke. This no, is really gonna get old. I have no problem with you doing this for the whole episode. If you start doing this for the whole episode, though, then we have to put out video. Right, right. Because then we're immediately making money. But you're, yeah. we're gonna have to spend like a thousand dollars a week on lemon tea. <laughs> oh yeah what if he stand up and he wearing polka dot bikini oh oh god dude oh, yeah you pull your pants them out dump them out you know what i'm saying on the page yeah dude but then the dump truck dumping the money out on your property your house might collapse from all that dough <laughs> oh god my what arm is so tired from doing this fucking puppet You've been doing it for your niece all night? No, she's not here. That's <laughs> that one. Me get to make butt fuck jokes. <laughs> uh, I love. No, she's not here. No, she's not here. I've just been playing with this puppet for a good while because it's. Oh really yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, Uncle May buy this for Marie, uh, but mostly he buy it for himself so he can do funny, stupid voice. I like it. This is a very good Excellent. voice for a puppet. But he, mostly Cookie Monster. Right, but Frank mm -hmm. Oz was the king. Mm -hmm. so you're oh, but he, he's still alive. Yeah, but is he still the king? No, no. fuck him. Yeah, Mel Blanc. He can lick me balls. And then he handed it off to his son, who was terrible. Really? Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Go back and rewatch the original Space Jam and be offended by 90% of the voices. Wait, Space Jam? Cookie Monster wasn't in Space Jam? No, I'm saying I said Mel Blanc. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know you switched from Mel Blanc to... Uh, yeah. I said Mel Blanc did did the voices till he died perfectly, and then handed it off to his son, who sucked. That sucks. Yeah, but they only let him do, like, I think that and Looney Tunes back in action, and now I think once in a while they let him do a voice. Otherwise, he's being chained up on the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, I think they were kind of like, hey, you know how your dad got paid for every voice acting gig for 60 years? We think you're okay. Why don't you just spend that money and go home? <laughs> yeah, he's not going to use it. Yeah. You, you know how your dad did voices so well? It, it confuses AI. <laughs> we, we don't need you, kid. You're the opposite of that. Yeah, we can all tell it's you doing the voices. <laughs> Wait, where did Matt go? I don't know. Not Oren. Other Matt. You're Matt. He's I'm right still, here. Oh, hey. I thought you left because of my puppetries. <laughs> no. No, we're just also <laughs> getting high. I should probably push my computer. You better not. 
You better not. Me be very disappointed if you uh not get very high. Some mocha de chiba. Can you still hear us okay if I push the computer away like that? Yeah, me yeah, hear you. Loud and clear. Ready whenever fucking... Okay, here's Matt. Oh, I was already recording. Mm-hmm. almost clicked stop like a jackass. I think Matt likes keeping that chubby picture, so we're just really impressed with him every time. That's good. Not right now. Yeah, I'll do it. Like, all right what's up you got video are you naked what happened no damn i thought the, the mice were away so good you're not naked enough that's what me always say you know uh, that's uh, awesome. me very naked right here me not to show me penis because me know this have to go out on youtube <laughs> that was really good oh thank you me uh me watch a lot of dr teeth and electric ma'am yeah me like to rock Hell yeah, dog. I <laughs> rock out with me, cock out, you know what me saying? <laughs> yeah, throw it up for the devil. Fuck yeah, dude. You need to pitch an adult swim show. Oh, hell yeah, brother. My me kids want are to get the them. monies, me get the cocaine, and me get the bitches, you know what me saying? <laughs> you are a snow monster. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, yeah, yeah, me hang out with me boys, the encircle on pussy. Yeah, whoop, whoop. Okay, but we're talking about selling this. They're very, they, they put some respect on their name. They multi-platinum recording musical artist. You're right. I do remember them being in a couple of MTV shows in the early 2000s. Yeah, so you suck me dick. <laughs> I got to get up. My fucking hips are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I want more of this. I think my, I think my girls are digging that show. Man, so good. I haven't watched it yet. Dude, it's, it's so really good. good. Yeah, it's really good. I think you should leave. Just hit the couple hours ago. So that's probably my life for the next while. The what? I think you should leave. Oh shit! That's right. Are you sure about that? You sure about that? I'm so happy. He's never seen it, and he's from oh. Detroit. So I just showed him Detroiters like three weeks ago, and he's been yeah, yeah. and he's been checking that out. And now we're watching. I think you should leave, and it's breaking our brains. Is it, it must be funny. I've never seen it. Oh my oh, god, dude, it's, it's so funny. funny. It's neck and neck with the Chappelle Show for me as being the greatest sketch show of all time. What? It's right there. Yeah, I think they're both innovative, right? This one, like, I love the way this one doesn't even bother ending the sketch in a lot of in a lot of ways. No, Tim doesn't give a fuck about ending a sketch, dude. Like, big joke, and I'm out. Yeah, it's not fucking like that. It is a lot like Kids in the Hall. I think that's where Lauren learned that advice to give to comedians like Tim. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, don't worry so much about ending your perfect sketch. It just ends when it's over. Dude, I like that sketch in the second season where he's like, he's like don't you know how to drive? And like, he's like, no, I don't. And it's like, it gets into like a big, long diatribe about him being sad that he can't drive. Yeah. Dude, I love it. We just got through the second episode and started the third or no we started the second so we're almost to the will forte bit on the plane and there's three seasons of it all right yeah the third season just came out like middle of the day today oh rock on yeah i think i think this kid becoming a free agent is like the biggest fuck up uh nbc lorne michaels and broadway video i've ever made oh that's right because he was a like a probationary cast member on snl right Right, and, he, and him and what's-his-ass were writers for a season or two seasons, I forget. And then Lauren loved him so much that he signed him on a contract, and then they went and did Detroiters. And then Comedy Central stiffed him after two seasons when they did that thing where they just canceled everything except South Park hmm. and Tosh. They canceled everything they had except those. 
and the daily show to be fair but every other scripted content they had was gone and it died and it sucked because i like as much as we love the south side matt yeah i think the detroiters is a more comedy forward version of that same sort of aesthetic it's not quite as urban because it's about a black kid and a white kid growing up in detroit as best friends Mm -hmm. but like it's got that same very modern sort of seinfeldian feel to it all right it's it's post seinfeldian (laughs) we have a detroit Let let him hold the baby people can change I used to be a piece of shit. Southside does that thing where you're just watching three stories unfold and it's kind of about nothing. Like you're just kind of watching people's reactions to banal minutia. That's fair. And you're just watching different situations and then how they might culminate a little bit, how they overlap, but not how they like necessarily always raise the stakes of each other. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's kind of tricky. Not many TV shows have done it. Speaking of shows, I just, uh, right before this, so I signed up for a seven-day trial of Max through Amazon so so as could finish Secession. And now I'm just binging DC content because I'm all alone. Ooh, have you watched the Battle of the Super Sons yet? No, I just watched Son of Batman and I watched, um, oh my God, I kept telling, oh. Long uh, Halloween. Long Halloween, yeah, yeah. Dude, isn't Jensen Ackles so great as a voice of Batman? Real good, yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is my friend Matt. He's our budget Superman. Yeah, we know Matt. Hey, budget Superman. We, we, we were hanging out in Trinidad for the fest. I know, I just like yeah. making fun of him for looking like Henry Cavill's stunt double. Fuck that. If anything, Henry Cavill looks like budget Matt. You know what I'm no. saying? We said I don't know. Was, I he think said he was Henry. Each other. It's very, yeah, very yeah. much like Brad Pitt and his stunt double. Yeah, he goes better out of here than I just say that. I thought we decided he Matt was uh, Henry Cavill's stunt double stand-in. There you go. Oh. That's right. We I did. like that job a lot better. Yeah, insurance understudy. Yeah, the insurance is cheaper. Less blood. <laughs> we don't know what Henry Cavill's hair is really like. He's famous. There's filler and powders and everything's in his hair anytime you see him. That's again. true. Yeah. I don't know. I only know how it looks. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I love do you guys. Do any of you guys watch Bad Friends or Whiskey Ginger? No. What I've never even heard of these shows. Bad Friends is Andrew Santino's podcast with Bobby Lee and Good Friend, or that's Bad Friends, and then uh, Whiskey Ginger is Santino's interview podcast. Oh, okay. But anytime he has Joel McHale on, he just doubles down on the fact that Joel McHale's bald like every 45 seconds. Yeah, but he got those famous hair plugs. Uh, He famously just wears a hair piece. Oh, Joel McHale does? Yeah, he's got the Ted Danson. He got plugs in the front, but he's too bald in the back for plugs. He's always wearing a piece anytime you see him on any camera. So in Animal Control, his fucking perfect hair is a a, a rug? Yeah, like hmm. Ted Danson was on Cheers. Like ah. it's the same exact technology they use on Danson. It's a wig and then a uh, filler mousse. Ah, come on, Joel McHale. Just admit that you're bald. Yeah, but it's real. There's no bad. shame in it. Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino be like, shut up, you're bald the whole time because it visibly upsets him. Yeah, you know what? Hey, go the full Travolta. He finally had the courage to admit it. He's like, ah, come on, jeez. Yeah, all it took was like a kid, a wife, and his career dying. And then he finally decided he could be himself and come out of the closet and take the wig off. Who did he come out? I think basically, I think he's come out as bi. 
Oh, good for him. I don't think he's like loud about it, but I think he's like been to events and like done things that are basically like a public affirmation. I mean, he basically came out when he got called out for that massage thing in LA mm. and it hit the press that he wasn't allowed at any hotel spa in all of LA because yeah. he sexually harassed all the male masseuses. He wanted some pulp friction. Yeah. Oh. And then would get sad and explain to them that he what he didn't <laughs> he liked it either when he first had to do it to get a job on Welcome Back, Cotter. But he learned to love it and that they will too. Just take the money and please look at it. Like, the story was sad. When it came out, it was like, oh, shit, this poor man. What was the South Park episode? Was it Tom Cruise was in the closet? Yeah, but yeah. Also, <laughs> also R. Kelly. R. Kelly trapped in the closet. Also yeah. John Travolta. Right, okay. And then there's somebody else. I can't think of the other one. Kanye. No. Wasn't it? Before no. it was gay. Yeah, Kanye. Motherfucking gay fish. Right. But I think like this would have been years before Kanye was a thing. He likes fish sticks. Fish sticks in his I love mouth. Fish sticks. I don't see what's so funny. <laughs> About putting fish sticks in your mouth. And then he publicly tried to sue them over that and lost. I also like how he has to keep calling Kim Kardashian and be like, bitch, how you not the Hobbit again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you seen all those memes about how his new girl for his new wife looks just like Pete Davidson with boobs? And it's like Kanye finally got himself a Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yeah, they're very funny. She does look a lot like Pete Davidson in the face. You know who I was also thinking she um, looks like? Remember in... Um, the Dark Knight Returns, when there's that really muscular Nazi woman with the fucking swastikas over her tits. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. That. That's who she looks like. Mitch, you're a mad genius, dude. Yeah. God. <laughs> wow. Someday they're going to put that, that ICP cut out in the Smithsonian because it was oh. once in your bedroom, not because it's ICP. From my cold, dead hands, motherfucker. Yeah, well, I think that's part of the deal if it's going to the Smithsonian. <laughs> Are you wearing the same button down? <laughs> it's like you're wearing the negative to his positive plaid. <laughs> right. I'm Shaggy 3 dope. Shaggy nice, 3 dude. Dope. Oh, yeah, me think that uh, the same shirt, it technically qualify as Insane Clown Posse merchandise. I think if you join the Insane Clown Posse, your name should definitely be Alan Three Dicks. <laughs> there you go, Alan Three Dicks. Yeah, dude. Be Shaggy AKA Mr. Nobody. Oh, oh shit. I ain't got nobody because I'm all dick, son. <laughs> AKA the resident alien. <laughs> AKA Steve the Pirate. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Dodgeball Pirate. No, he has a name. I know he does, but I think Dodgeball Pirate's very funny. That's a fun turn of praise. I, I like might have him to... in that uh, Heath Ledger movie, The Knight's Tale. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, what a great movie with a bunch of anachronistic music. Yeah. 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 And it has that guy who played the dad on that American sitcom who's definitely British as shit, but plays an American Honeymooners-esque gentleman very well. Yeah, the heavy set guy with the beard. Yeah, and the, the bowl haircut. Old uh, was he the second Fred Flintstone? Mark no. Addy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's oh, in really? Viva Rock Vegas. Oh yeah, Viva okay. Rock Vegas. Also, I thought that movie was a, an abomination for the longest time, but I watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Not as good as the John Goodman one, but pretty, pretty, pretty good. Hell yeah. Oh, also, Paul Bettany is in that fucking Knight's Tale. Yeah, it's got a huge cast. Yeah, when they were all nobody. Yeah, they're coming up in their, in their, prior to their prime. 
Although Tudyk, I don't know. That guy's going to be in his prime for a while. I think Tudyk like came out of the womb in his prime, dude. That guy has never not added to whatever he's in. He's always one. That's of- a good way to say it. Yeah, he's always one of the best parts of anything he's in. Whether he's the voice of a droid mm-hmm. or an alien or a pirate that plays dodgeball because he's got weird social issues. Or Wash. Yeah, dude. He fucking rules, man. Yeah, I would agree with that. I like him. I like his voices. I like his vibe. I like his energy. I hope he's not creepy. Speaking of voice vibes, I saw this really cool movie this weekend where the Joker plays uh, Burt Kreischer's dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, The Machine. Mark Hamill's officially old enough that he's just doing the Joker. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Like his voice is bottomed out to whatever he was doing with his throat back then. And he is in full on just like, now, all of the time now. Uh And it's really fun. Wasn't he supposed to be Bert's dad? Yeah. So his dad's the Joker? It just sounds like the Joker slowed down a little bit. But he's got that going on the whole time. Mm, That's a pretty good Mark Hamill Joker. Thank you. Uh, It's a really, really, really good comedy movie that I could not recommend that all three of you see more. Even if we're kind of sick of Burt Kreischer's shtick altogether? Yep. Even if you're sick of it. As someone who loves him from the bottom of my heart but hasn't listened to his weekly podcast in a year and a half because I also had my fill. I'll listen to it if he has a really good guest I want to hear or something like that. I don't hate him, but... I also got my fill of the shtick. The movies are returned to like theater comedies from the late 90s, like the last run we had in the early 2000s before Will Ferrell and those guys like got a chokehold on it and then quit letting anybody else into the game. But yeah, what's their fucking deal? They don't want an R-rated comedy starring a fucking Yeti puppet. Right. But it's really good. It's like actiony and funny. It's like a it's like an Ace Ventura type vibe to it. You know, like it's more in that wheelhouse than it is just like a straight up Step Brothers. How's his acting? Um, it was actually pretty great. A couple of the action scenes where Bert's doing the action, which are few and far between. <laughs> uh, there's one where they do like a close up and he's obviously doing his own stunts. Yeah. And it's a little bit like late seventies action film choreography. Like it's, nice. he's, he's telegraphing some shots, snapping back when he shouldn't be like, it's, it's a little off physically, but it's impressive that he did it. All the Serbian actors that play the Russians in the film are fucking crazy and in crazy <laughs> shape and able to do crazy shit. It's nuts. Uh, the chick who plays the Serbian girl is both like fucking scary and also like really funny, like bitingly funny. And in a in a way that's like almost disturbing because she'll go from being like a fuck you, I'll kill your whole family to telling like a really funny Steve Urkel joke. <laughs> nice. It's good. And it's the kind of movie that if something like this succeeds and proves there's money and shit like this, it's just, it's good for everyone we know. Yeah, when are they going to produce my fucking stand-up show movie about that time a lady put a donut on my penis? Well, dude, if they prove that podcasters are a good, cheap way to make blockbusters, maybe not that long. Mm. If there's two things I've been described as in this world, it's good and cheap. <laughs> I, I I don't think you're cheap, Mitch. I think you're high quality. Well, I mean, like, 
I come easy. I mean, wait a minute. No, no. Uh, let's just say the studios can exploit me for all the money they want, baby. Yeah. Well, speaking of studios, uh, I don't know why I brought that up. I'm excited for that Batman with the Colorado Symphony. You got your tickets? Yes, we do. And it's a date. Front row in the what section are we in? Uh, Michael Keaton's lap. That's where we're both sitting. No, I sat in the orchestra last time, and it's not a good vantage point for the the videos. For the screen, you got you arch your neck. Yeah, so me and Mitch are sitting up a little bit. Let me see here. I'm I'm getting those opera glasses. I know you are, but you ain't gonna need them, dog. We got killer, killer seats. Yeah, I'm very. We got got seats so good. I haven't been (laughs) with you because I don't feel good charging you for a decision I made. No, you fucking asked me if I wanted to go, and I'll pay you the money. Yeah, I just might have to show some hole to get the money. Yeah, you uh, you can just buy me some candy when we're there. That's way overpriced. <laughs> Opera candy, Jake. It's fucking way overpriced, dude. I'm in the second orchestra. I think we're in That's the first one. call. God damn it! Is it better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I'm uh, orchestra two, row K. Damn, I can't figure out where we are, but I texted it to Mitch. Yeah. Oh shit! All right, hang on. Let me find this out. I Regardless, can't. I'm excited for it, and I got it by cheap tickets because of my teacher discount. Dude, that's so cool that they do that. Hell yeah! Like for real, I'm I'm a big fan of any discounts going out to teachers. Yeah, and I went to the box office, and the lady's like, "Well, I'd sit over here because it's a good view." And I'm like, "All right, sure." And I'm like, "How much are those tickets?" And she's like, "Oh, they're the same price." Hell yeah! Nice. My lady. Yeah. That's why you go to the uh, box office. I don't know. You you told you didn't say you just said we got good ass seats, dog. Damn. Okay, hold on. Well, by the time people are listening to this episode, did you already tell them it was episode three oh nine of the broadcast geeks? We haven't. Okay. Giddy up three oh nine. They um they still have time to go get tickets for July 14th to see the 1989 Batman movie with the Colorado Symphony doing the music. But like what else are they going to play? They're not going to play all those Prince songs, right? No. Trust. They're going to play like everything that's music probably. And the movie's going to be playing too? Yes, they rip at this, dude. It's like what our orchestra shines at. Fuck. And we are in dress circle one, Ooh. row A, C30, and 31. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good you got to wear your bow tie. I'm going to wear some pearls so I can get shot after the show. Martha. We're going to Crime Alley and reversing the story. <laughs> We're gonna kill Joe Kill. Chill. Me and Mitch are gonna fuck him to death. <laughs> Mitch Jones. Why did you dream. say that name? <laughs> yeah, the Joe are gonna white for a different reason this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give him a pearl necklace. Yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> give, give Crime Alley a whole new name, Bukaki Alley. Ooh. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's still a crime. Well, <laughs> not in not in Bukaki Alley. It truly depends on the version of the Joker. I think it's a fun movie. Do not take your daughters. 
Uh, I don't think he can. It's rated R, isn't it? You can take him. You just have to be over 17 to take him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You never paid somebody to take you to a rated R movie like somebody's older brother or something? Come on. No, dude. I was always like pretending to be, hello, son. I'm the dad because I'm seven feet tall in the fifth grade. (laughs) That's fair enough. Yeah. You can go buy beer as long as you put on like a nice shirt and a loose tie and acted like you were coming home from work. Right. Furthermore, to this beer, I would like three of your finest, cheapest cigars. <laughs> Which ones are moist enough to roll? Oh, yeah. man, that rules. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. Has anybody watched anything new? Oh, uh, yeah. I watched Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the first episode at least. Nice. That rules. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, Dude, that's so good. Uh, you, Matt, so you've watched more of than one episode? Well, I've watched the first episode, and then I've watched parts of the second and third, or third and fourth. My daughters are going through it without me, so I get fair enough. That. But it was—I really, was really, I really nice. liked how they've been on. It was like they owed us an album, and they've just been on tour for forty-seven years. <laughs> Yeah, and it's fun how they're developing personalities for the other members who don't often speak. You know, like you always heard a little bit of Floyd. A little bit of Zoot. Yeah, very little. Very little. I like Janice. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And then who's the mumble mumble mouth guy? Oh, Crazy Steve? What the fuck's his name? No, you're thinking Crazy Larry. Uh, No, his name is like Toot or... Or boof, or boof. Uh, I, I, I can't, I can't remember. But he talks like mushmouth. I hope it ain't boof. Boof? Yeah, I hope it's not boof. <laughs> I don't think it is. It seems like something Jim Henson might have tried to get away with back then, though. The Muppets Mayhem. Dude, uh, I'm looking it up right now, but also fucking Taj Maori is in this smart guy yeah. himself. Whoa, dude. How tall is he? I don't know, but his I'm so glad he doesn't have Haley Joel Osment syndrome where his head got big and his face stayed small. Taj Mahari looks like a regular person. Uh, Steve Urkel is a fundamental part of the machine. Steve Urkel. Family like, Matters. Actual Jaleel White or what? No, the show Family Matters plays yeah. a major role in the movie. Wow. Russian children who grew up and like are obsessed with Family Matters plays a major role in the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, I've been watching Dave. I know you guys haven't started. Hi, I'm Dave. Only on- oh, you have? No, I, I've seen only what I've seen at yours. Oh, okay, that's right. We watched them together. I was going to say, it's only on the third end of the third season, so you guys haven't yeah. seen it yet. Uh, oh, Lips. Lips is the mumbling guy. Yeah. Nice. Also a little dirty, but understandable. Right. Yeah, he's funny. There's he a- always looks like he's fucking high as fuck. There's a new Hot Wheels game show that comes on tonight that I'm 1,000% going to watch. So what, yeah, I saw the preview for that. It looks like there was a guy driving a car, but I don't think they're building these cars to drive them on crazy tracks, or am I mistaken? I have no idea. I'm going to find out. I'm pretty stoked. I didn't do a lot of research. I didn't want to disappoint myself. It's Tuesday. There's not a lot to record on a Tuesday night. Aquafina's Nora from Queens has been knocking it out of the park this season. Dave's so good that you're all wrong for not watching it. <laughs> no, dude, it's very funny. I've seen the uh um I've seen the first couple episodes at your house. Yeah, the the new seasons so good the episode about the met ball about the what the met gala sorry oh yeah 
Uh, it's so fucking funny. Jack Harlow's just bullying him the whole time, and it's very, very, very funny bullying. Like, I was kind of, like, screaming alone in my house laughing at it. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, oh, speaking of Andrew Santino, he's in that show, too. Oh, yeah, he's killing it on that show. I think that's that's why him and his wife have a good house now and shit. Yeah, that's good when your art pays. Yeah, it's also why he looks like he's classier than us now. I think he has that money for, like, a skin regimen and to eat healthy. <laughs> oh, he doesn't have to eat a bunch of garbage at 2 a.m., like, because he's coming over from a show? Oh, dude, go back and, like, watch, like, a 15-second clip of Santino when him and Bobby Lee started their podcast, like, fucking four years ago. He looks rough. Or watch him on The Office. When he's working on the boat on The Office, that's around the same time, a little bit mm. before. Never watched The Office. Okay, well, when they go, when Andy takes that really hot chick, Ellie Kemper, to his boat, his family boat that he just sold, the guy who bought it, Santino. Ah, the Nard Dog. And he looks 20 years older than he does now, and that was like 15 years ago, so what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. All that adrenochrome he's sucking out of those aborted fetuses in Hollywood. I think it's just like really good hair medicine and then like pizza topping products and studios paying for your food. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. I want to get fat, but fat from craft services, not just regular everyday fat. Yeah. Okay. So you're trying to get Troy Walker fat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get Chris Pratt fat where I am so funny on a sitcom that they're like, give that man some fucking abs. Did you watch the Marvel documentary about that? No, I fell off of it. I need to get back on it. I've had bigger fish to fry. Will they get a load of me? Do what I do. You bang them till they fall asleep so you have some time to watch the things you want. Whoa. <laughs> I'll have to. Yeah, what are you, slanging dick like your two live crew? What are you fucking doing? <laughs> I am if I want to watch a fucking show alone at the end of the night, dude. Yeah, you're also a couple years younger than I am. It'll happen to you. Yeah, I'm trying to ruin a mattress so that she passes out face down, and then I can go out to the living room and turn on fucking Mandalorian as loud as I want, and no one's waking up. She's no in a coma. Uh, Sometimes you gotta put number one first, Mitch, but by not being <laughs> you gotta knock it out of the park so you can have some fucking alone time at the end of the night because they're like yeah everybody wants to go number three and then take care of number one you know what i'm yeah, saying that's right dude hey so on a on a serious note i'm struggling with these streaming services oh they, do tell bill but i feel like we're back to what cable used to be and yeah. now you have a few big providers charging i don't know i feel like it's a bunch to even get commercials with your content what are you shaking your head no about i i know the price structure of cable and it's still way way cheaper to stream everything but it's my point is like you're having to just pay for all these things again and ah it's it's just a bummer i know but having all of them still comes out cheaper than having less through cable yeah but I, that's because cable is still overpriced and granted you're getting a lot but you're getting a lot of unnecessary stuff so sure i might be paying let's say you know 150 dollars a month for cable and stuff but i'm paying oh i'm only paying 115 for all my streaming i'm still fucking paying more than i need to be what are you streaming that is costing you 115 a month i just threw a random number out there that seemed high to further my point okay that's fair i i agree with that i won't stand in the way of that kind of argument i like that i just thought you were serious for a second i was gonna be but, like all right hey. so each of these each of these is now like 16 to 20 dollars a month for the ad free yeah, yeah right, so. like, 
certain ones I don't mind the ads. Like Freevee kind of – having Freevee and cable kind of retaught me the validity of ads. I can't – I don't think you can get rid of the ads on Freevee, though. That's an- antithetical to their whole existence. I know, but it's Amazon Prime. Right. Freevee's just Prime with ads. But It's the free version of the thing that you pay for. But if you pay for the free version of the thing that you pay for, you get no ads. Do you know that Max isn't doing uh, like seven-day free trials? Yeah. Then how'd you get one? I had to do it through Amazon. I got it through Prime. It's because Max didn't change anything. They just doubled the content on there. All they changed was their name. Yeah. And Zaslav, uh, he he raised all the, all everything to optimum cockbag levels. Oh, my God. And now Disney's doing it, dude. So the list is growing. I'm turning into fucking Buscemi and fucking Billy Madison over here. I'm going to have a list going next to the couch. <laughs> and, and again, they're all going to be costing like 15 to 20 bucks a month. So... You have four of them. That's already 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, but Disney, hey, what's Disney doing? Disney is 12. Netflix is 15. Uh, Hulu is nine. AMC. Not Plus, if you don't want ads. AMC Plus. Well, it's $9.99 without ads, isn't it? Or do they raise it to 12? Oh, they raised it. Bro. Okay, so 12. <laughs> but also, Disney and Hulu are going to be one app soon. Right. Same as Discovery Plus and HBO Max just happened. I yeah. swear to God, if they, because right now I pay for Disney and Hulu separately because the bundle that they used to get was Disney Plus with no ads, but then the Hulu add-on, you had to get ads. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. I will not right, do that. Yeah, they still didn't own all the operating interests and the partners were fucking them by telling them like, yeah, you can offer it to your customers, but we're not going to sign any contracts for ad-free. And now mm-hmm. Disney owns it outright. So when they regroup it, you'll be able to get it all bundled together as one thing. Same Good. as so if you're subscribing to Max and Discovery Plus three weeks ago, you're saving 14 bucks a month right there now. Unless you're addicted to the cooking classes on Discovery Plus, I don't think they really kept anything else. I have to watch the Property Brothers. Yeah. The Property Brothers switched to Max. Those turncoat bastards. I think in the end, the really the only thing they didn't do is they're doing like certain shows. Like I think Guy Fieri still gets like day of premiere on Discovery Plus and then day after premiere on Max, which in the long run, who gives a fuck? I wouldn't pay double the price to get one show I wanted to see 12 hours earlier. That's ridiculous. And how much, how much yeah. is Apple TV? Uh, $7.99. Oh, it's not five <laughs> bucks anymore? It might still be five bucks, but I think it's five bucks for like two years and then it goes to $7.99. It's just, it's, it's just so much. It's waste. I, I, I can't justify spending all of that to not watch much. So I have to limit down to what, like, I'm going to keep Prime because we use Prime for delivery service. Uh, I pay for Shutter because I like having it. And then, so now that's going to come down to I make hard decisions. Do I ditch Netflix and, and keep Disney? Um, I say, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say replace Netflix with Max. I, like these are, I have to figure this out. I say keep Disney or keep Netflix because you can't share passwords with Netflix anymore. Disney, Hulu, Max, they seem to not be kind of lacking far behind in that respect. So you could still potentially use someone else's account, but not Netflix. Netflix hasn't said a plumb fucking word to me about how many people I share my password with. Oh, they're going to. They're not. They have no logistic way of tracking it. Reginald Netflix is going to knock on your fucking door in Trinidad and just bend you over the counter. 
Dude, Apple and Netflix already lost this legal battle like 15 years ago, and they're just bringing it back up because it scares people into doing the right thing. There's no way to legally enforce this. Yeah, you can't legally enforce this. It's a panopticon effect? Yeah, because basically it's your account, and part of the agreement is you can log into it wherever you are. So they are not allowed to regulate where you are. That's that's not part of the privacy agreement with any of these companies. It's like you don't have to tell them where you are. So they can't say that you weren't in Denver and also in Sydney, Australia on the same day. They can suck a dick. They don't know you. Like they well, they, they can't. They also, but you can't have concurrent or or um, simultaneous usage because then they could push back on that. Uh uh-uh, uh, because your account applies to your children, and they also have no legal right to know whether or not I have children. Like they they have fought it. It happened. They were trying to do this like in the early days of Netflix when it went digital and went off the DVD route, went to digital. They didn't want it, and then when they lost, they started publicly encouraging it. And then somebody who's smart in PR was like, "Don't you guys know what psychology is? If we tell people they're breaking the rules, a bunch of people will just stop breaking the rules because they think we're going to find them or catch them." Hmm. It's why they put signs on the highway that says the fucking speed's being monitored by planes. Do you know how much fucking fuel costs for planes? They're not monitoring your speed with planes unless it's like a happenstance that they're also crop dusting that day and a guy was collecting two checks. They're not doing that. <laughs> so I don't have to drive around like Ray Liotta from the from fucking Goodfellas looking up at the fucking helicopters when I speed? No, because unless you're like Ray Lee, Liotta level fucking up anymore, they're not sending out a helicopter to look for you. That shit is expensive. Mm. You got to be doing nice. Like in the 90s, they'd fly them out to look for weed grows or thieves at night and shine spotlights. Like that's over. That costs too much. It's not happening anymore. Gas costs too much. I still think they do it like a couple times a year because they just did a story in the post about they do, catching but two dudes doing 120. They do it, but the planes already have to be dispatched. They're planes that they license for oh, something yeah. else. So it's either the regional Air Force, and I forget what they call that. It's like the Rocky Mountain Defense something. International. Yeah, but there's like, we have our own. Those Morad? guys. No. It's like a volunteer air force, basically. The narcs of America. A good way to like learn how to be a pilot for cheap. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but those that's guys like attach the thing, but they're like they're not doing laps. It's just like if they're flying over a stretch of I twenty five, they will license their info back to the police station. But they're not doing it with any regularity. I want to continue to speed then. Yeah, dude. Got to get down there as quick as possible. That's right, dude. It's all about the get down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know what I've been watching other than uh well I'm almost done. Once this week's over, I'll be in able to watch it mode. Yes. It's a cruel, cruel, cruel summer. No, it's gone. No, it's yeah. <laughs> but the- I I've been trying to I've been trying to get ready for I, I was reading some reviews about Little Mermaids getting blasted all all sorts of directions for whatever reasons. But I was trying to stay away from any kind of flash information. Have you guys seen any? I've only seen no. one thumbnail that basically said what you said, that the screener CGI sucked. Oh, okay. But that's it. I haven't seen any spoilers or anything. Just like the CGI was rough, but it was an early release, so we'll see. Yeah, it was. Could have been. Wait, better. that comes out next week, doesn't it? June fifth. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Today. I was gonna say six is two. Uh, uh, it might be the sixteenth. You're right. It is the sixteenth. That's a Friday. Yeah. They flish. Three weeks. They flish. Uh, one, two, two and a half. They added the shawarma scene in like a week. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, but that was there's no CGI in that movie in that scene. 
Yeah, huh? They took out Chris Evans' beard. He hit. No, he was. He, he was just beard. covering his face. He doesn't cover his whole face. They still had to touch it up. No. Yes. He he's like this. You finished the documentary, sir. Tooch. <laughs> yeah, no, he is mostly covering it, but they do have to like because the way he's lit, they had to skin tone everything here, and they had to light it in like skin tone over here because he could only do so much with his hand the way he was doing it without making it look completely fucking unnatural, you know? Yeah, I guess so. What did you post earlier, Mitch, about Andy Samberg? Is in the Spider-verse. Oh, yeah. In uh, Across the Spider-Verse, the upcoming... I think that's what comes out next week. Um, Andy Samberg is confirmed as the voice of Scarlet Spider, Ben Riley. Whoa. I have to give a shit about Ben Riley. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Or is he the original Peter Parker? Mm-mm-mm. No, he's a clone. Or is Peter Parker the clone? Mm-mm-mm. I, I remember the 90s. It's Ben Ben Riley's the clone. Their clones are making clones. Yes. Decoys. We're back. We're back to Rick and Morty. Oh, can't wait for more of that. See what they've done. I need to watch the new American Dads. I'm not caught up on those, Mitch. I'm sorry. That's okay, dude. I've been uh, forgetting to DVR them, so I'm not even giving them my two-thirds of a view. Yeah, because it quit going to Hulu the next day because of Disney taking over Hulu. Those cock bastards. Well, TBS isn't involved anymore. Mm, well, let's just say that they might get a visit from fucking Baco later. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Me and Mitch you gonna- watched a trailer that maybe doesn't come out till tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, shit. I was trying to watch that, but when you sent it to me, I didn't have good internet. And also, I thought you were sending me a virus. Nope, I was sending you the Ninja Turtles trailer that doesn't come out till tomorrow. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Now it's probably a dead link because it was definitely stolen IP. Mm. All the other links were dead when I yeah when I sent uh, it's you, a dead link. Yeah, when I sent you that one, every other link was already dead. It's well, so good. Yeah, yeah, dude. The mutant animals look sick as fuck. Oh, dude, Splinter talks in it. Jackie Chan as Splinter is gonna rip my heart out of my fucking chest. I'm so excited. The boys are just laying in bed talking about how if they could do anything, they just want to go to high school. And then they decide, like, maybe if they save the world, everybody will accept them and they'll be allowed to go to high school. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm sure people are fucking up in arms about it for no goddamn reason. Dude, I really, people lost their minds and really upset me when they showed April the first time, but after the second trailer, all the fans online seem stoked. Oh, that's good. Yeah, man. It's, it was... It was heartwarming that everyone was like, awesome, sweet, adventure with the boys. So there is no Shredder, right? Not in the trailers. Right. But in the movie. Well, I mean, the boys in this story, the boys are exposing themselves to fight an outside mutant threat to earn the respect of society. But maybe them doing Hamato Yoshi's Kung Fu and Jiu Jitsu out in public brings uh, old Oroku Saki out of the shadows. Just like in Turtle Tracks in the 87 series. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they don't set this up for Shredder next and then Kang after that. I know that fighting style. There was the smart. style of the foot. Yeah, if they were smart, they'd bring Fugitoid in as quick as possible. I want to see some motherfucking Triceratons. Exactly, dude. Fugitoid and the Triceratons is where the money's hiding, and everybody's been ignoring it for 30 years. I'd even go see a fucking Battle Nexus movie. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. It's called uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Uh, That's coming out soon. Yeah, but once again, the Ninja Turtles did it better. Isn't it? A Secret Invasion? That's coming out soon. Secret Invasion's coming out soon. Secret Wars isn't for like another two or three years, I think. Yeah. 
I got them confused, like Medicaid, Medicare. I don't know the difference. Mitch sent me a really good photo of Charlie Cox doing the best photo ever. Ooh, what is it? Him posing with the Ninja Turtles in front of the turtle van. Oh, God, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Because they're all survivors of the original accident. Mm-hmm. Oh, it gave me all kinds of feels. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. He went full Pingo. Dude, Pingo Jones. It's so good. I Like, I would love for, like, the Jim Henson turtles to show up on Daredevil. I'd cry a tear. <laughs> tears. Would you, though? I mean, or would their CGI kind of look like shit on a Disney Plus show? I specifically said the Jim Henson suits. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. What movie, though? One, two, or three? One. Good. When Henson was alive. The real Henson suits. Henson only did one and two. That's why three looks so bad. And in two, they couldn't figure out how to back engineer what he had done in the first movie because it's like the last thing he did before he croaked and he never told anybody what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why we have wrong-sounding Muppets. <laughs> yeah it's also like body suits didn't advance faster than cgi because i think if he had lived through the 90s it might have really cut down on the usage of cgi because think how good those his first attempt at full body suits was yeah i mean and that was right around the time he was like like he took what he learned on labyrinth and perfected it for ninja turtles yep developed whole new robotic systems puppetry systems did weird funky wiring that people couldn't replicate in 92. Yeah. RIP Jimmy Hens. Yeah, the real one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, who's the other one? Oh, duh. One of those influent- most influential guitar players of all time. Yeah. But man, what a great guy. Gave us the Muppets, gave us Ninja Muppets. Turtles. Ninja Turtles, Labyrinth, Fraggle Rock, catches. Fraggle Rock, Down in Fraggle Rock. Give us some Muppet. Does somebody say Muppet? Yeah, dude. Original season of SNL. Can't knock that. Who was? Yeah. The, the Muppets were the some of the original cast members. They had a sketch in every episode. They really? Were like On season adult. one? Yeah, they were like scary adult Muppets. But yeah, Jim Henson's Muppets were founding cast members of SNL. Hmm. The more I you know. Not, I did not know that. Yeah. It's some uh, weird, wild stuff, Ed. Yeah. Well, yeah, what else... Uh... What else you got going on? What anything new in the news? I feel like it's been a slow cycle. It has because the writers are on strike, and now the actors are going to probably strike in solidarity. Mm. Yep, and it's all going to fall apart. This is the end of the world as we know it, boys. I feel fine. Do you? Uh, I don't. I feel feverish. They can't take away my imaginary friends. I have a week subscription to Max. I'm that's this my next week is covered. I'm gonna binge Tight. all the DC content that I can and uh and then hopefully the strike will be over by that week. So this you should this weekend. I'm open. You should catch up uh on Harley Quinn. Is there a new season? There was uh, have you watched season three and the Valentine's Day special? Yeah. No, there's not okay. a uh, they think the strike's going to last a really long time, Matt. They think this might be the longest one ever. What was the, the previous long one? Uh, 22 weeks. Oh, so this could be longer? Yeah, they think this might be the like last one. That This might break the unions to where everybody has to cross the picket line. Oh. Filthy <laughs> scabs, etc. Or the studios use AI. That's oh, why they're fucked. Fuck. I hope they don't use AI. AI is so bad at writing things. Because the yeah. studio hasn't thrown a mountain of money at it yet, Mitch. Uh, it'll happen. Yeah, they want to spend the amount of money they spend on writers every year. This year on AI, it'll it'll advance ten years past the rate it's advanced. 
advancing at the money it's getting now. Yeah. Fuck. Well, and then we're going to have to create a time machine and send back someone in time. And then also send a robot back in time to protect that person. Well, yeah, because that's the other problem is that if Hollywood backs AI, it's going to be really hard to lobby against it in the near future. We're going to go back in time. Do you think that AI will peruse all the movies where humanity is eradicated and get ideas? Yeah, dude. They'll be Pingo Jones. Yeah. They'll be sitting there rock hard ones and zeros. Occasionally a two. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, dude, like you would think the AI would be like, what if we make all these robots look like a naked Austrian man? Yeah. And then everybody just dies because they can't look away from its beauty. Mm-hmm. I just started enjoying life. <laughs> if they didn't talk to me like a fucking month ago, I would have been like, bring it on, baby. Well, I'm sorry, Mitch. At least you got it in before the end. Yeah. This is the end. Yeah. This, this is probably, the end. This, they're saying this writer's strike will make what reality TV looked like at the end of that strike look minor, like a minor adjustment in entertainment. That this will be uh, a huge shift in how it's made. Fuck. Well, what do you think? What do you think is going to be the result for this then? Like, what is there, What is everyone going to agree on? I think the only win here financially that makes sense for every side yeah. is if um, creators and actors and studios agree to doing 23 episode seasons again, because that's literally the gap. So I don't know. I think it's creators demanding that they make 23 episodes worth of money in 10 episodes and actors demanding that they make 23 episodes worth of money in 10 episodes. And saying because the quality is so high that they should all be paid on the sliding scale when the easiest answer seems to me to be like, um, do a whole season. You won't need three jobs if you quit doing third seasons. What do you mean, do a whole season? I mean, instead of doing eight episode seasons on Netflix and Peacock and Hulu, which is where these people are getting underpaid, uh, commit to 23 and then get Mm. paid three times what you're getting paid for that and have a living wage where they complain they're getting paid a third of a living wage to do it. Like, yeah, you're doing a third of the written job. So as far as the studio is concerned, you're getting paid a living wage. It kind of like, I get why they're mad, but it also kind of reads like, well, I'm your best employee. So even though I work 15 hours a week, you should pay me for 40. Like, well, yeah, but that's not how anything works. Or it might work for like the creator, but it doesn't trickle down to the union lighters and the, the, assistant writers and the writers room staff and like it's just the duffer brothers who get paid that extra money for having such a great idea you know what i mean and then the kids are getting paid for acting in eight episodes whereas jaleel white was getting paid for acting in 24 right that's the big gap the guy that not only were the people on friends making more but all the other sitcoms that weren't making that kind of money any of those years because friends was stealing all the ad money yeah. They were doing enough episodes to make it make sense. That's interesting. And I think that's the fix and not in like a dicky way, but that's how the studios can afford to pay them more is if they increase the volume of money being made by increasing the output. But is that what the creators are asking for? Because I mean, couldn't they also make, I don't know if it's feasible to make uh, like residuals or, or a percentage or whatever over time. Residuals are gone. Mm, yeah. Selling. They're not selling ads, so there's really never any new money technically coming in on your project. Right. So they could, but it'd be a really it'd be a really slippery slope to put that in action because if they financially changed, it'd break the system kind of like Detroit. If we start over promising to everybody who's involved now based on what the financial earnings are now, 
I really like. I think the fix is just high, upping the output, and I understand the artistic argument of like, but my story is in ten episodes. Like, well, then think about it longer. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you these are your options: either do three things a year, and you can't get by on just writing ten episodes of Rick and Morty, and you need to do two other projects, and just accept that that's what you're doing. You're doing three mini projects so that you can focus your output on each one, or accept the fact that you need to triple your output on the projects you're doing to make the most money you need mm-hmm. and i feel like that's being overlooked by like most media outlets because it comes across dickish but it's just like no there's been an agreed upon way of doing this for almost 80 years like this isn't this isn't tricky they like lucy and ricky had a bunch of money they wanted to spend they worked that many weeks a year so that everyone got paid yeah that's true yeah fucking patrick stewart was making money on star trek you don't think he had something he wanted to do instead of being there for 80 percent of the year on set and now they all just act like no i mean like i'd rather do the project for three months than have time off like cool you're not teachers you don't get to argue how important this is and that you should be paid a living wage for working part of the year like go fucking work yeah i i don't know i I don't know all the things that are involved i don't know how that world really operates but it seems to be that they're taking advantage of somehow if enough people are supporting them it feels like they are they're not not taking advantage of it's also historically never working out for the writers guild when they've struck every time they've struck they've gotten what they've wanted but they've lost a third of the working force so like i don't know that that's ever really a win that yeah that sounds like a really big concession on their part yeah and that also doesn't get talked about because if people talk about that raw data it sounds like you're against unions and it's like no it's just that historically every time you guys have struck the studios have figured out a way to make money without you whether it's game shows or reality tv yeah. Or whatever they do, they've always historically found a way to make ad money without you writing a fucking word. Like, they will continue to figure it out. And every time they strike, it's like bad timing. They've historically done it in the face of a major change. Like, doing it right when reality TV is kind of starting to get a foothold a little bit in deep cable. And then striking, and then it becoming Survivor for fucking 50 seasons. I know, I fucking have, man. That was terrible. Yeah. I, I can't go through another wave of that shit. Well, and they did the same thing, dude. They waited till right at the moment that ChatGPI was worth investing in for the studios to replace everyone. And then they tried to call their bluff. Like they should have done it two or three years ago. They waited too long. And now they've put themselves in a position where even if they win, the studio is going to figure out how they don't need enough of them that their budget didn't change. Mm -hmm. And like that's never really a win. If a third of the people in your in your whole artistry have to quit what they're doing and go start selling cars. And like, I don't know that your union did what it was supposed to do, especially when you can just commit to tripling the output, which is also what everyone from Dick Van Dyke to Mary Tyler Moore to fucking Raymond did. And like, just make the money. How many major strikes have there been? Like five. And it's never worked out. But like those of the Cullings, right? There have been three or four. All of them have been in Cullings. It's just a couple of times where like the cycles where game shows came back between the 60s, late 80s, and then the mid 90s. Those were all strike responses. And then the bat, the worst one was when they figured out reality TV. But every time it's been a bad decision overall for the entire Writers Guild. Well, and it seems like for the entire ecosystem in general, but like you said, the studios still make, and it would seem that like if, if you're reducing the work, the staff, 
Like the output would have to reduce at some point. Yeah, but it's also why Disney has so much money to make Marvel movies because they're not spending anything on the Disney Channel because it's live, all live action bullshit that doesn't cost anything to make because it's 80% improv and it's written by one guy on a storyboard. Mm. But Disney Channel wouldn't have figured that out had they not had to figure out how to make content without writers for 12 weeks one time in 2000 fucking one. Like it's all very traceable to when they've, every time they've tried to be like, I've got the gun. The other person's like, cool, I've got a bulletproof tank, and we're just going to roll through you. So if you're in front of the treads, you're dead, and everyone else, I guess, see you tomorrow. Yeah, that's no bueno. Yeah, and I'm mostly mad that the live-action Ninja Turtle movie isn't in the can. Daredevil's not in the can. Like, a bunch of the things that we're anticipating are mm. not finished, and they, who knows when the fuck they will be. Right. The strike cut out uh, with the contracts. Oh, God. Things were just starting to get better. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, Hollywoodily. I know, man. The, this is really sad. And then the announcement that Disney is going to copy what Zaslav did because the investors are uh, so happy with Max. So Disney's yeah. going to start killing product. No. Oh, yeah, dude. There, You better watch all of Big Shot before it goes away for fucking ever. Yar. Yes. Yeah, Sail the seas of the Swedish pirates. Yar. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Becker. You're in one. Yeah, dude, it sucks. Like, that's a really shitty turn of events. And I think it's going to be looked back on like Ted Turner coloring every fucking movie proof in 20 years. It's going to be the same thing where it's going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that time that one asshole ruined the history of fucking media? Ted Turner? Ted Turner colorized everything. I remember that. I remember yeah. the colorization. Very comedically, George Lucas went and testified in front of Congress to stop him. Whoa. How do I look this up? Is it Lucas V. Turner? No. He just was one of the people that testified to be like, you can't allow him to do this. It's not It's not his place to change art that's already been released. And then like just a couple of years later, Lucas was like, I'm going to change art that's already been released, which is adorable and hilarious. It's also a really good Ted Turner imper- impersonation. <laughs> yeah. Eyes. Um, but he on a, there's no black and white prints of most of the films he owned. Oh shit! He tried to colorize Citizen Kane. Yeah, Orson Welles is probably rolling in his grave. He succeeded on most of his catalog, dude. Like a lot of old movies, like Harvey, only the color print exists. So the black and white prints, a print of a print. Oh, that sucks. Ghostbusters. Rosebud. Ghostbusters. Rosebud. I thought you said Rumsfeld. Rosebud makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Like they say, follow the money. Follow the money. Did you guys see this alleged uh, Fantastic Four casting tweet? Oh, no, who is it? Rumors. Okay, here we go. Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Which we've uh, heard before. We've yes. it's been rumored. I'm Reed Richards. Right. <laughs> oh, Sue. Oh, that ship out of the sky. Sue, the gamma radiation, Sue. <laughs> uh, okay, that works for me. <laughs> this is cut, print. Adam, that was fantastic. Do it again, but this time not shitty. <laughs> Guys, you're not going to believe this, but I'm tired. Can I take a nap before the next scene? My jaw thing, I think my jaw's locking up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This could just be a rumor because it also has Margot Robbie as Sue Storm, Invisible Woman. That's yeah. been rumored for a month too. Yeah. Um, I just watched the second Barbie trailer. It looks pretty fucking good. Okay. Yeah. And then who's Ben Grimm? Well, let me get to that. Paul Mescal as uh 
Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. Human Torch. I don't know him, but uh, if you've ever seen, uh, uh, he's an Irish actor. I, I don't know. He acts in Irish movies. <laughs> who the fuck is Ben? Oh, uh, David Diggs, the fuck who is you that? might have just seen as Sebastian in The New Little Mermaid. Yeah. I have not. David Diggs? Yeah. David Diggs. How the fuck do you spell David? D A V E E D. E E D. Is he Jewish? Yes. Really? Yes, he is. Okay. But there's already. He's from. uh, He was in Hamilton. He played Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. That's it? Oh, I'm sure he's done a million things. He's been in Blind Spotting, The Little Mermaid, Hamilton, Snowpiercer, the TV show. He also did this funny uh, thing called uh, I Want a Puppy for Hanukkah. My girls had listened to it. It, it's i don't know there's a song out there it's pretty cool he talks he goes through like the eight nights and wanting a puppy for hanukkah huh i think i must know him from uh the unbreakable kimmy schmidt oh he's in that too yeah sounds like a he, pretty talented dude the get down oh shit who is he time to find out i was blown away by that first season yeah yeah it's it's amazing how much taking money away from something will ruin the second season of it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, they really did. Like, that show losing its budget lost its legs. He played Ezekiel. I don't know who that was. I don't remember. He was also in the movie Wonder. Oh, he's the narrator. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. he's Mr. Books. He's adult, he's, he's adult Zeke. Oh, he's Zeke. Okay, that makes he's sense. He's the one they keep showing doing the performance. Yeah. He's Nas. Right, right. Yeah. Word. All right. Yeah, that shit was so good. Yeah. Just a shame we won't get any more of that. Speaking yeah. of that year and that story, Sprite has a new lemonade legacy flavor out to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, and it's fucked up good. It's real good. They're going to have to cut one of my feet off. It's so good. I have a case of that. Lemonade legacy? Yeah, dude. It fucks. It's all right. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's all right only because I bought. I thought it was gonna be pink. That's your problem with it is the color. Close your eyes and then go to a magical planet. It doesn't fucking even taste any like it tastes like it doesn't even taste any that different. It tastes like strawberry lemonade. How much I don't think have it you d- been eating. What? How much ass have you been eating? <laughs> Zero. Um, what did this to your taste buds? All I do is smoke, and I can taste better than you. That's that's we need. I don't know. Maybe doctor. it's because I put it in this metal cup that I have that's supposed to get cold really fast. Because I wanted it to. I want it to be like fucking when you drink Sprite in a rap commercial. It's different from that one. <laughs> Oh, it's like one of those. It's like a Moscow mule cup. Okay. That could be it. Cause that would chemically react with the real lemon juice that's in there. Yeah. So it. maybe so. I need to put it in something else, but I, I wanted it to be like, I was a fucking Sprite powered robot. Like all those LeBron James commercials. <laughs> yeah. That's how it feels, dude. Okay. All right. I still have a bunch of it, but I'm, I, I'm going to have, I'm gonna, after the pod, I'm going to go upstairs, put it in a glass with some ice and drink it. And I'm no sure water, it'll no water it down. It's juice, but it's, it won't be cold. That's wait, awesome. it's not, it's juice. Wait, back the fuck up. What are you talking about? What the fuck did you say to me? It's 1%, 1% juice, like European soda. Oh, that's why it tastes fucked up. There's not enough science in there. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> It tastes real. And, and I think it's because that real juice reacted with your Moscow mule cup. Okay. Brilliant answer. There's not enough preservatives and chemicals in there like I've grown to love. No, not enough science. That was a brilliant fucking answer. It's true. 
but it is the most I've loved a soda in a long, long time. You weren't even like a fraction disappointed that it wasn't pink. It comes in a pink box. It's pink the, cans. The, the it's got to be pink fucking Sprite. The first time I bought it was in a clear plastic bottle. Okay, fair enough. So I, I was it. tricked by marketing. It's also yellow. On account of me being dull. So it looks like lemonade. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I also, yeah, I guess I thought it was going to be like that ruby red squirt which is like my favorite variation of squirt. Dude, if, they, if that's your favorite squirt, then this will be your favorite soda when you have it after out of a different receptacle because this is now the replacement for Ruby Red Squirt as my favorite caffeinated beverage available at a grocery store. Hmm. Sprite doesn't have caffeine in it, though. I meant carbonated, not caffeinated. Not oh. in another lie, eh, Becker? <laughs> Smoke. That's how serious you know it is, Jake, because I called you Becker instead of Jake. I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> Jacob. Uh, all right, boys. Where where would people get a hold of us if they wanted to correct my language, Mitch? Well, they could write us a email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Find us on our Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks. And you can also find us on Twitter. The handle is at broadcastgeeks. The handle on Instagram is at broadcast underscore geeks. We have our podcast available to like, share, and subscribe and, and rate all over the internet, whether it's Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, you can find us. Did I say Facebook? We have a Facebook page. I share memes on it sometimes. Yeah. Sure you do. I, I told everyone that I'm sold on the fucking Flash movie. Just I want to see the part where Zod rips Batman out of the canopy of his fucking Batwing and Bat Keaton flies out and full opens the cape. I want that. That is worth the price of admission alone to me. But I'm telling you, the movie is Keaton makes that movie. Fuck yeah, I'm ready. I'm so I'm fully torqued. I'm ready to see that. Fuck yeah. But yeah, but if nothing else, you can come back, see us again. We'll leave you with our standard sign-off line. Excelsior. Excelsior.